T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Looking to pass the football, goes in the middle, passes cut, touchdown Kansas City, touchdown Chiefs, touchdown Chiefs, Daniel Hughes, touched the bullet over the middle from Steve Bono. First and 10 for the Chiefs at the 14 of the Steelers, halfback pass, Marcus Allen right side, touchdown Kansas City, Daniel Hughes from Marcus Allen. Expert analysis, news and views. From Chiefs Radio Network color analyst, Dana Hughes. This so-called number one defense in the NFL that hadn't played anybody during the last part of the season, and we showed who was the best team on this field and deserved to host another AFC championship for four straight years. But you can call him. D-9. Danan joining us from his treadmill today as he's working off that one big plate. Good morning, Danan. <laughs> Good morning, fellas. Good morning. Yeah, it was a it was a fun, very uh, very blessed Thanksgiving weekend, I must say. So yeah, I hope you guys had the same. I'm still full from Thanksgiving, Dana, and I'm not gonna lie. I had some leftovers yesterday, and I almost like. I got to go. It's done. I'm done with the leftovers. I got to get rid of them out of the house. It just made me feel like blah. So is Monday the cutoff for, well, for Thanksgiving that, leftovers? I, I think it has to be Monday. I, I do. Yeah. I still have stuff. And I, I, I sell hate something wasting I, food. I'm going to look at it today and go, yeah. Yeah, but I looked at it and went, mm, I can't anymore. I just yeah. can't eat all this butter it's, and it's, cream. I think I've hit the wall. Yeah, I have too. What about you? Are you done with it all now? Oh, yeah, I'm done. It's garbage day today, so it went out last night. So, mm-hmm. yeah, anything that was left over is gone. Yeah. All right, so you played the wide receiver position. You also returned kicks. Sky Moore, to me, I'm not mad at Sky Moore for fumbling that punt. That's a Dave Tobe issue. You can't keep, continue to put him out there. The good news is, though, he hasn't lost any confidence from the offensive side of things. Not only is that good news, but that's that's like – a feather in his cap in some, in some respect. I mean, how hard is it to, to have some failures in one aspect of the game and not allow it to carry over to another aspect of the game? I mean, we've seen where guys have had bad quarters, have had bad reps, and they were done for the rest of the day, and they couldn't really get out of their own way. So as a rookie and going out there, and we're talking about on, on center stage in some of these cases, and, you know, not making plays, not doing things right. You know, I'm sure he catches every punt in practice. We watch him in pregame. He catches every punt in pregame warm-up. Something doesn't transfer in regards to the punt returning duties during the game. 
in the heat of the fire. And I, I actually watched him specifically on that the last punt where he muffed, and he took his eyes off the ball to see where the gunners were, which is not abnormal. That's what you do. When I was punt returning, the first thing I would look at is which foot or which direction did the punter step because that would tell you where the ball was going to go, to your left or to your right. And then I would look down at the gunners to see where the gunners were. Did they get jammed at the line of scrimmage, or did they get a free release? Then that would kind of give me an idea of how much time I had to field the ball. Then I would totally focus on the ball. And he took his eyes off the ball probably – a split second before the ball came down to check again where the gunners were, and that's where you lose it. So uh, that's a technique thing, I'm sure, because you don't have full-speed practices and gunners coming down trying to decapitate you in practice. You don't do that. It's just something that translates in the game. But I'm impressed with Sky, the fact that, okay, I did that. Now you put me on offense. I'm going to go out here and make some plays, and he's making the best of those opportunities. So to me, that's pretty rare for a rookie to be able to, to compartmentalize that his mistakes in one phase of the game and still be successful in the other. And ultimately I want him to be a good receiver. I, I feel like yeah. I can, I can find other people to punt return. I just don't want to see him punt return anymore. You know what I mean? Like I got, I got a few other guys and probably ones we haven't even seen, you know, that could go back there and do that. He doesn't look like he's comfortable doing it. Doesn't look like he's good at it. Uh, but I wanted to be a good receiver anyway. So I'm kind of the point where like, okay, move on from Sky Moore as a punt returner. I'm cool. Yeah. I, I, there's a host of other guys that can go out there and punt return. We have defensive backs. You have other wide receivers. Heck, Isaiah Pacheco will probably go back there and punt return if need be. Uh, there's always a guy that was a sure-handed guy, and that's what I think we saw with Justin Watson where, hey, just go back there and catch the ball. We don't need a punt return. Uh, if we do, we'll put somebody else back there. If it's a situation where we have the other team backed up into their end zone, so we'll get good field position. But for the most part, just get somebody back there that will at least catch the ball. And and that's not a problem for me. With this offense, Like we want just opportunities to get onto the field. We don't need opportunities after a big punt return. It'd be great, but we don't really need it with this offense. So, yeah, Sky Moore was drafted as a wide receiver. You thought you can slide slide him in as a punt returner, and it just didn't work. And that's like that's fine. It it only cost us. Maybe some people would say it cost us the Colts game. Uh, that's debatable. It, obviously, there was a lot of football left to be played when it happened so early in that Colts game. But we're standing at nine and two. Like there could have been a lot worse things that could have happened. Danon, I, I think also too with this, with the way that you know Sky Moore is playing on offense, is just more of a feather in the cap of of Brett Veach. Like it doesn't matter who the young guys are; they just find a way to go out there and contribute. And this week, the Sky Moore of defense, if you will, Trent McDuffie is probably going to get a good test against Cincinnati. This is why we went and revamped that whole defensive backfield. Yeah, how about that? The fact that we are going against a Cincinnati Bengals team that probably has the the best three receivers when they're all healthy uh, that we'll ever face. Maybe some people would say in the NFL. And we got three rookies that are going to go against them. Uh, You talk about Brett Veach and uh, the attention to detail, the, you know, addressing immediate needs after losing to Cincinnati twice within a month last year. And both times you can put some of the onus on the defensive backs that we couldn't stop their big plays. 
especially in the second half of each game. And you go out and you get three draft picks, and lo and behold, those three draft picks at the defensive back position are playing a bulk of the defense and contributing in great fashion. We haven't had really big plays against us. The last one that I can remember was Devontae Adams down the middle of the field, again, and that was against Rashad Fenton. So, I mean, we're talking about guys that have grown. Joshua Williams has grown from the, you know his, his baptism into the NFL against Stephon Diggs and the Bills. And now we're going to see, like, to me, this is, this is like a primetime game that we're playing against Cincinnati Bengals. And I remember playing against teams that beat us. At, you know, we had debilitating losses to in the Colts and you couldn't wait. You could not wait to face them again. And I feel like Patrick Mahomes has already set the tempo uh, with his quotes about this coming week. And I can't wait to be a part of this game. I feel like it's going to be a great game. And, you know, what better way if we can go back to Cincinnati and maybe add a little nail in their coffin in regards to uh, their postseason hopes and uh, reestablish ourselves and continue to establish ourselves as the best team in the AFC. I think this is going to be their best performance of the year. Dana. I think it's going to bring out the best in them. I really do. I think right now you could say Arizona, San Francisco, those are probably the two best performances of the year. I think this is going to be the best performance of the year for the Chiefs. I'm hoping. Uh, you know, I've seen the opposite, too. Now, like, I've seen where you've gotten so amped up, and I was part of teams like that, where you got so amped up, like, you know, you felt like a caged animal. Like, let me out of this locker room. I can't put these guys – you know, they killed our spirit. They killed our hopes. They killed our Super Bowl dreams. Like, this is our opportunity for retribution. Let's go. Let's get it done. Let me out of this locker room, and you realize it's Thursday. Like, okay, all right, we got, <laughs> like, we got a few days left. Like, you know, we got a few days left. You got to be able to control your emotions, and then you don't want to have all your emotions and all your adrenaline, everything spent on the first drive of the game. So, it's got to be managed, and that's where Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy and Steve Spagnolo come into play. they got to manage this week because a lot of guys in that locker room are feeling those emotions from that they felt after the AFC Championship last year, and they're feeling like they want to have retribution right now, yep. and you got to manage that the entire week. I know. I, you got to manage me then, Danny, because on Sunday <laughs> I was ready for this yeah, game. I was like, yeah, yesterday at the show I was like having a restraint. I'm like, okay, let's just get through this one. We'll, we'll, we will be on to Cincinnati. Let's yeah. just kind of get through what's, what's going on, and we'll get there. But, no, this is, this is the biggest game, the biggest test, and, and the biggest revenge. I like the revenge card for Patrick Mahomes in this I, one. I just love it. I do too, but also it goes to show you how, to, how out of touch our boss Finkter is with things because he goes, how oh, the Cincinnati thing's probably not going to get bigger later in the week. I'm like, uh, it's been no, big no, since Sunday. Huge. Like it's this is the huge. biggest game on the calendar, Dane, and calm me down, buddy. <laughs> this is the biggest game. I'm looking at the schedule now. I mean, this is the biggest game for the rest of the season. Yeah. Like, I mean, not saying that any other game, like all the other games are winnable. This game is winnable, but as far as everything encompassed in the game, the emotions, the, you know, the revenge factor, I'm sure they're going to build it up all week. You got Joe Burrow versus Patrick Mahomes. They're going to show that the last play before the halftime to Tyreek Hill, they're going to show the interception in overtime. Uh, you know, they're going to, this is going to be built up the entire week for this game. And, and I'm just hoping that we can all keep our emotions intact. <laughs> I know that I, I'm going to feel a certain way, Josh, just so I'm telling you in the pregame show. Yeah, of course. So, yeah. 
<laughs> so I, I, I'll try to stay on my side of the booth uh, out there in Cincinnati. But, yeah, this is going to be a different emotional game than I think we've faced, uh, gosh, this season maybe. I'm looking yeah. through maybe Tampa Bay. Tampa, I was thinking Tampa. a little bit. Yeah. But, you know, other than that, there's nothing like facing a team that beat you the year before, especially beat us in the fashion that they did twice and knocked us out of the Super Bowl, um, yeah, there's going to be some emotions flowing this week. I got I got my head on a swivel so you don't hit me in the mouth on the bus on the way to the stadium. Uh, <laughs> Make Red, sure he gets on the right yeah, bus. Yeah, that, that too. No, I was on the right bus. Uh, Red zone, uh, one-game blip or more? Uh, I think it's a one-game blip. Uh, I do. I, I think we were, uh, even though the Rams are not a good football team, they are a really good defense. And I was watching Get Up or something yesterday, and – and somebody mentioned how bad this Rams team was. And I was like, what, what team, what, who were they watching? Like the, the team overall can't win a football game, but the defense, they're a top 10 defense. They're a top five red zone defense. And they showed that like sometimes there are units, offense, defense, special teams, when they show you who you are, who they are, believe them. Like they showed who they were when they got to the red zone. It got tight. It got tough. And um, I think it's just a one-game blip. Uh, I think I saw a tweet earlier about McCall Hardman and Clyde Edwards-Alaire, uh, 12 of the touchdowns we've had in the red zone. They've accounted for 11 of them or something like that uh, or been a part of that. Uh, I don't know about that stat because you got Travis Kelsey, but I think – like, this is a one-game blip. Like, we have the, the best offense in the NFL, incomplete, uh, in totality, I should say. We're missing pieces. We had injuries, and yet we're still putting points on the board. We're still winning games. And how tough is it to win games in the NFL by double digits? Yeah. And we did that uh, against a really good defense that happened to be really, really good in the red zone. So, yeah, I'm just going to say it's a one-game blip. I feel like we'll, we'll correct the ship this weekend. All right, Danon, before we let you go, will you be indulging in that slop they call chili in Cincinnati? No, I don't eat chili. Oh, okay. Very no good. chili. No, I'm the picky guy, man. You guys I know, but that. I thought maybe chili has like meat and ketchup in it. Like I mean, you eat that, right? <laughs> it has the beans, doesn't it? I don't know of... that it does. I think I think it's just a pile of greasy meat that you throw on spaghetti. No, nah, I can't do it. I'm with you. Can't win Stay with away. It. Nope. Stay away. Yeah. Danon, I will watch for you on the on the on the bus or the plane or whatever. I'm keeping an eye on you this week, my friend. All right, man. Just uh, be careful. Hit somebody in the mouth. That's right. Yep. Chief Scholar Ellis, Danon Hughes, joining us here on Six Ten Sports Radio as he does each and every uh, Tuesday at eight thirty. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? 
Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.